We believe you have a story to share. For 2,000 years, humankind has believed in the power of story. In healthcare, we're finding ways to better heal those who are in front of us. Join us as we explore healing stories now. Welcome to a special edition of Healing Stories. We're here in Chulacanas, Peru, to speak with the people of Peru, to speak with the people who have been moved for the last 27 years by the Sisters of Mercy. And isn't it powerful that we, as a ministry, can understand what is it that happens when the Sisters of Mercy go to the ends of the earth? Join us as we explore healing stories now in Peru. We find ourselves once again in a space not common to many, Chilacanas, Peru, and I have the pleasure of sitting with one of our Sisters of Mercy who for 34 years has served the people of Peru. And would it be okay if you just introduced yourself for all of those who are listening? Today as the birds and, and, and the mindfulness of, of uh, cambios are, are going and we'll just have to pay attention because that's our reality, right? Mm-hmm. It's been your reality for a lot longer than mine. Mm-hmm. Well, as Dr. Martin said, I'm a Sister of Mercy uh, and have been here in Peru for 34 years. I often say... I was born in the anthracite coal regions of Pennsylvania, a small town, and I was reborn in the Sierra of Peru in a town called Pacaypampa, and then later here in Chulucanas, where we are right now, and also in Lima, Peru, which is the capital. They have been years of true transformation. As Sisters of Mercy, we have in our constitutions um, that by collaborating with others in the work of mercy, we continually learn from them how to be more merciful. And that has been my experience over and over again here in Peru with people that are often called, are the, the poor. But for me, many times, they are far richer than most of us who do not live in their situation of economic poverty. Poor, is the, the poor is not a good word for what, for the people that I have come to know. There are many, many faces and stories that come to mind and heart um, that have come over these 34 years of experience and the years of experience of my own sisters in community because we do share what touches our hearts. And I live in a community. There are 12 Sisters of Mercy here. Ten sisters are Peruvian, and two of us are North American. But these people who come before my mind and heart are those who, by their actions, have taught me continually to be more merciful. I was asked to give one experience, but Dr. Martin promised me that maybe we would be able to give the experiences of those who live and work here in Peru because they are deep and they are powerful. 
but I will share one of my own experiences. Several years ago here in the town of Chulucanas, I was in a moto taxi accident. A moto taxi is like a motorcycle with a little cart on the back, and when we have to get places more quickly, we use them. The moto taxi hit like a hole, like a top of a sewer type hole that was just being built. Um, and I fell out of the taxi and down the nine foot hole, hitting my head as I did so. And they say I was scalped. In other words, my scalp came off. As I was down in the nine foot hole and was in and out of consciousness, I heard phrases from the people like, how are we going to help get her out of there? She is bleeding a lot. And then another person saying, I have a rope. One person saying, I have a ladder, but it's not that big. And someone else saying, well, we can put the ladder down and help her up, and then we can pull her up with the rope, and we can all help her get out of this hole. And so they did. And once I was out of the hole, these not so, these people who live in economic poverty but are rich of heart and faith um, put together to get me to the hospital. We have a phrase in English that says, like, he's so good he'd give you the shirt off his back, or she's so good she would do whatever. And this man saw me bleeding and literally took a very clean, white, nice shirt off his back and wrapped it around my head. And that's how I arrived at this hospital. Um, I have to say, those people still come to my mind and heart and teach me to be more merciful, to go that extra step and at least figuratively be called to give the shirt off my back. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. As as a way to that we normally don't understand how is it that here we are serving so many yet really the service comes in surprise mm -hmm. and in and in your uh, story uh, you have shared that and that's beautiful right so much of uh, our experience in medicine is becoming a challenge because we have uh, a workforce that is struggling with uh, how am I to fit? What would be your ways to help a system of healing transform? You start off by telling us 34 years it has been a, a life of transformation. How do we give that to people who are having questions around, what, what am I doing here? You know, all this reimbursement, all these things. And there are things that keep a ministry going. There is a margin and then there is a mission. What would be your words? I mean, you've seen this here in Peru and, and given your life to it. I mean, there. What are the what are the moments or, or the skills of healing that we need to get through this time? Well, as as we started this um, these days, Sister Mary Jo McKinley yeah. and other Sister of Mercy started off with a, the phrase, the words from Pope Francis about encuentro. Encuentro. And huh. she mentioned that, like, in English, the word is encounter, but it does not right. speak what encuentro means. Huh. It's like everything that happens when we come together as human beings, one-on-one -on -one or in a group, like, 
the being present, okay? And I think that we all, our society has gotten more and more, you know, the paperwork, the finances, and with our young people, the constant absorption, they're missing sometimes the person that right in front of them because they're mm. texting or whatever. So all these things are good. The finances and the paperwork and the, it's, it has to be done. But if we could somehow give a privileged space to encuentro, mm -hmm. to that, that meeting, that coming together, I guess presence, but mutual presence. Mm -hmm. It's not just me giving. It's what is, this person has something to give me. Like this morning we started, what is the blessing and the gift that you offer? And what is the blessing and gift you you hope to receive? Sure. Because that's what it is. It, solidarity. Um, Dr. Kevin? Uh -huh. Dr. No, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Dr. Kevin. I think he is yeah, of our health system. Of the health system. Kevin Minder. Uh -huh. Kevin... Minder, Minder, yeah, had a community great, health leader. Okay, he had a great reflection the other day. We got talking, and he talked about the difference between charity, yes. which is just I give and I give, and solidarity, which means, yes, maybe I'm in the position of giving one thing, like, okay, the economic piece sometimes, or just my education, my skill, my expertise. That's what I can give. But to know that that other person also has something, it's more mutual. And that is the, the essence of solidarity. I stand with, or I sit with, or I listen with the other person. So for me, it's the sense of solidarity, that mutuality. And so when I'm, if, uh, also, uh, from our faith, the contemplative attitude, and if we go uh, even Eastern um, influence, that has enriched us also the sense of the present moment. So maybe afterwards I have to fill out ten pages because of this five-minute conversation, but be in the five-minute conversation. Beautiful. Be there. Show up and be attentive to what that person is also trying to express. So It's, it's unique, yet it is simple. Mm -hmm. And this calling, I mean, the calling of Sister Patricio, the, the calling of hearing your name called, and then I enter into that caller, mm -hmm. right? Right. It's very different than I'm, wait, I'm, I'm uh, proving that my call is happening. No, my solidarity is that I have heard my name from someone who might not be the language I thought was going to call me. Which is, isn't, isn't that your story? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're being, you are called in a language that you probably didn't really understand or know uh, at the beginning. What was that like when you started? I mean, well, how much? Someone had told me in my little town in uh, the coal regions from a town called Summit Hill. <laughs> And uh, that I would be, you know, in Pacaypampa and, and feel so much a part of that and here. And, I mean, it, to me, the, the 
people of Peru and the people of many of our countries that may be in need, they, they also have so much to give. They're so welcoming, so um, engaging. They really have the idea of encuentro. Encuentro. Down pat. <laughs> and that is our word mm-hmm. to let uh, deepen mm-hmm. in the medical community. Mm-hmm. And, and not at all of a critique as much as an invitation to be in an encounter. Because encounter is used all the time in our patient encounters. Yet yeah, what you're encuentro saying, encuentro is, different. is, is it's something richer, different. It's broader, it's deeper. And uh, if in the medical field, the gift, I mean, what could be more intimate than caring for someone's body that because it, they don't feel well, it's affecting everything, mind, soul, spirit. And such, you as medical, I am not a medical person, so you doctors, nurses, technicians, you know, um, phys- you know, physician assistant, all those, all health professionals are invited into such a sacred space mm-hmm. with the person, mm-hmm. such an intimate space. And even if you don't have all day, I mean, I was just recently with a friend and the doctor said, how did you fall? And she kind of was a bit long. He <laughs> stayed there and was, you know, I know time is uh, precious. Right. But if you can be there for those minutes that you have and not leave five minutes before you really left in your in physically, but you already left in your head because you've got to get to the next place. Just really be where you are. And you don't have to go get on a plane to do that. No. The people who are listening right now, how in our day do we find how to be there and be richer for that, right? Well, the transformative experience that those that have come from the global health and now with all of you from Arkansas, which we're so grateful for. Um, and Kevin's from St. Louis. And St. Louis, yeah. the whole Mercy Health System right. and other uh, Catholic health systems and and health in general. We're, you're all healers. Yeah. Um, the experience that many go back with, they say, the experience here transforms them for the everyday there. And so as, as we can be transformed in our everyday, even without necessarily coming here. It does help with perspective, and we would invite anyone who feels so called. Oh, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's just that really that to be with each person in their, that they're precious. And these five minutes are the five minutes that that person has with you who are so skilled and they just need to know that you're there with them. It's interesting to read books on, we have John Hoy here, the conspiracy of God, the Holy Spirit in us. We have uh, the the Book of Joy, the Dalai Lama, and Mm -hmm. Desmond Tutu, and 
there's both this kind of sense of, of a great awakening that some are talking about in the church that's taking place of a presence and also of a recognition of a spirit maybe moving in different ways. Well, and Pope Francis, the whole joy of the gospel right. that he wrote, which is what his first, you know, it's like we don't need people who say they're people of faith and believe in God and then walk around looking like, you know, we have a phrase here, cara larga, like with a cara long larga. face on, cara you know. Larga. Yeah, uh-huh. like, Constipated. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that word this week. Encimiento, right? And she's looking at me, yes, that's what I am. I'm, I am that. <laughs> so it's like just living that. And it doesn't mean ha ha he he every uh-huh. minute. We li- we we work with some really and I, I truly I, I have our nurses and our we have a, several sisters who are nurses. We have a sister who's a physical therapist and our teachers that deal with students that have nothing economically, but it really just to be with each person and not even be with them in their need, but they're not only their needs. And to see that each person has a dignity and deserves our, our, our respectful presence, more than respectful, really a loving presence, merciful presence. Yeah. And also to know, especially like our health professionals, uh, have something that so many of us don't have. And, and the gift that you offer is not just any old gift. It's a very sacred, I use the word intimate, meaning a deep personal thing. So, anyway. Well, thank you. And we see... I, um, I'm recognizing our time because all of these people are sitting there waiting. Yes. And I know you need to go and and be a presence for them, from the people (laughs) who've come from the mountains, from the people that have traveled days to get here. And so I thank you for your time, sister. And and I thank you. Because I'm just, I'm an interpreter, I just help people, each in their own language, figure out the words that they're trying to say from their language of the heart. Amen. Thank you, sister. Join us next time for our healing stories.